time is 28 minutes past eight on the 22nd of January 2013. My name is Garen Thomas. And I'm Simon Payne. And you're listening to episode 31 of Our Errand of Mercy. Um, can I just jump straight in with something here, Simon? We got yeah, a lot this, is, this is important news yeah. sweeping the nation. As you know, whenever it's possible, we like to start the uh, start the show with an update on uh, the sensation that's sweeping the world. The man probably most people around the world know these days. Do you agree with that? The, the yeah, king I think of so. teens. The king of teens. He, uh, yeah, yeah. He he sits despondently upon his throne with yeah. barely legal women draped across him. Justin Bieber is back in the news, which is um, he's been missing, I think, from some of our more recent shows. Was it because they were looking for him, as in there was a manhunt for him? Well, I think that's exactly what was going on. And he's um, laying low. This week, he's been baiting the authorities and his fans. The Justin Bieber update this week. He has posted a picture of his arse on Instagram. <laughs> nice. nice. Uh, his arse now has 100,000 likes. That was <laughs> as of yesterday, so I'm sure that number's just gone up since then. Yeah. Um, he has described it as a prank. <laughs> okay, this is Justin, Justin Bieber. Is, it's not really a prank, though, is no, it? It's not really I'm, a prank. I think a prank's more something you... Like you, like the people who you're showing it to don't want to happen. Yeah. Whereas, quite frankly, the people who are following Justin Bieber on Instagram probably want to see his ass. This is like this is like jackpot. It's not yeah. a prank. It's a jackpot. Yeah, it's it's a prize if anything. <laughs> it's not his whole whole ass. I have to say. Um, oh, fucking what a pussy. He he looks like I'm. I'm not sure that he. The backdrop looks kind of like one of those award show things, you know, where they have all the sponsors and stuff. Yeah. On the board. Only it just says Justin Bieber on it. <laughs> so I don't know if he was at an award show for himself, like that he, himself. That he made himself. Um, and yeah, he's sort of on the red carpet, I would suppose, um, with his back to the camera, just pulling down his trousers, just to show the top half of his bottom. I would say that. It sounds like this sounds like the most horrific Playgirl <laughs> shoot ever. <laughs> it is. It, there's a very Playgirl vibe to it, actually, because he's like wearing a black sort of wife beater. <laughs> uh, that's kind of the look he's going for. He's got aviators on. He's yeah. kind of looking coquettishly over one shoulder. Um, <laughs> and he's wearing kind of an army camo cap. I've got to say, it's it's not a great look. <laughs> It does sound like it looks, sounds like a bit of a uh, a white trash look. If I'm it's, honest, it's with a you. very white trash look. Yeah, um, yeah, which I suppose he is kind of. So I suppose yeah. he's just getting back to his roots. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's Bible news. That's great, great to hear. Another another disgusting little sex fiend who we like <laughs> to mention occasionally. He's come up in the show before. Is yeah. a uh, a young man called Connor Maynard. Connor Maynard, who, yeah, the uh, the the. Is he Irish? We... I don't know. Um, <coughs> he's he's from somewhere. I think I think that last time he he's featured from these isles. He's from say. he's from some isles. He's from an <laughs> island, probably yeah. this island Earth, I assume. Yeah. And he's a despicable young man. We've covered him <laughs> in the past um, on um, on shit music for terrible people. And yeah. in keeping with that trend, he's featuring on Shit Music with Terrible People again. This is a song. Um, called... Is this is this his second or third time? I'm trying to work this out. This is his second time, second. I believe. All right, okay. I think we've spoken about him a few times. He's kind of like little own brand Justin Bieber. Yeah, you... that's a good example. Like, I mean, Justin Bieber's not... Like, if we have a ranking, okay, and... 
the the sort of Waitrose, I would say, would be Justin Timberlake. Yeah, definitely. And kind definitely. of like sort of Tesco level, we've got Justin Bieber. And yeah, then the Liddles is yeah. definitely Connor Maynard. I, I think that's a good, that's yeah. a very good analogy. He's written a song. Well, I say written. I mean more spoken monosyllabically over a dubstep beat. A yeah. song called Animal. Um, the thing, the reason I decided I was originally going to feature Kesha as our shit music for terrible people this week. And then I saw this song, which has made a new entry into the UK chart uh, this week at number 34. Yeah. N- a-, a somewhat inauspicious showing. Not a great start, you know. It's not but, a great start. Uh, Maybe it'll climb in weeks to come. We'll have to uh, We'll have to keep an eye on it. Um, the reason I've decided to feature th- this is, um, I believe, the last song that we spoke about was his song Vegas Girl. Um, I do recall Vegas Girl, yes. Yeah, where he was telling uh, young ladies to uh, to to act like prostitutes for him. Yeah, I think that's a common theme of shit music, terrible people, but I definitely remember it in Conor Maynard stuff. Also, I think we... we Connor Maynard, who like looks about twelve, but is actually like thirty or something. Yeah, yeah, that's the dodgiest. That's one of the, <laughs> that's one of the reasons that he's like especially unsavory. Yeah. He doesn't just want to have sex with your kids. He wants to have sex with your kids, and he's forty-five or something like that. <laughs> something like May that, as well yeah. be forty-five. Yeah, I think that's that's roughly the age he is. Yes. <laughs> he remembers the boa war he's always been here waiting yeah. waiting for his time to come ever living yeah lich like conan the maynard is um the reason i wanted to feature this is i think that that the events described in this song are a kind of poetic justice uh for for the way that he seemed he appears to view and treat women it would appear that 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 he's had a he's had a worrying relationship g all right it may have damaged him psychologically. <laughs> so then we may be getting to the roots of from whence Connor Maynard was spawned. Exactly. Think, in yeah. that song. Back, right. Okay. Back in the back in the lost misty annals of time. <laughs> so this back, is, uh, back in the dawn of man. This yeah. was where Connor Maynard was birthed. <laughs> out of an oozing sack. <laughs> uh Looking for a girl that was here, but now she's gone. Felt so good, even though she did me wrong. She knows what I want, but she's bad for me. She gets what she wants when she's touching me. I should have known better, but she took my self-control. Okay, Mm. so looking for a girl... it's very bland so far, to be honest. Okay, so where does it go from here? You can take my heart like a criminal... Won't you make me believe I'm the only one? So grab me by the neck, don't you ever let go. Mess me up so good until I'm begging for more. Wow. You tear me apart like an animal, like an animal, animal. Wow. I know I'm getting close from the trail of broken hearts. Hope she's coming back to finish what she started. I never see the claws until she's touching me. She's holding me so tight it's getting hard to breathe. I'll never win the game, but it feels too good to care. You can take my heart like a criminal. Won't you make me believe I'm the only one? So grab me by the neck and don't you ever let me go. Mess me up so good until I'm begging for more. You tear me apart like an animal, (laughs) like an animal, animal. Right. This is a, yeah. 
And then the um, going for uh, a dark place here. Yeah, yeah. So you say that, and the uh, the bridge of this song, <laughs> kind of the right. synth bridge, yeah, reads okay. like it's two lines repeated over and over again, and it looks like it's two lines repeated over and over again that would be ri- written in very tight font on the walls of a cell in feces. Okay. And um, and those lines are, "Take me to the dark, and don't you ever let me go." I like it when you treat me like an animal. Oof, I don't like it when you do that, Felice. It tends to shiver up my spine. <laughs> well, it's the subject matter that I'm dealing with. Yeah. And um, those are the those are the core lyrics of the song. They're repeated in different ways and different uh, different timbres, if you will. That's but a, yeah, yeah, that's it. That's a surprisingly. So I mean, yeah, this is um, this is this definitely is new territory for the young or elderly Conor Maynard. He's, he's got been taken to a dark place. Yeah, where he's begging women to rend him apart. Um, <laughs> it's got a. It's definitely got a kind of a. It's got a, a Dante's a, Inferno feel to it, hasn't it? Yeah, there's definitely sort of a masochistic sort of desire to be destroyed. In it yeah, somehow. it's 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 weird, isn't it? Like in yeah. in an attempt to write a bland dubstep based <laughs> pop song, Connor Maynard has accidentally glimpsed the ruination of man. Yeah, I kind of like. I mean. I think this is one of these songs where I think I do need to listen to the music because just lyrically, it's not terrible. Like, you know, it's no no party, party, club, club, will I am party song, is it? Or, and neither is it, uh, is it Usher talking about how he wants to murder prostitutes? Exactly. It's, it's, this is a very dark song. (laughs) I think that's the reason that, that I wanted to, uh, to bring it to your attention is if anything, it's a musical cry for help. I and think so. I'm kind of. I feel bad about all that shit we said about Conor Maynard. <laughs> Maybe we've we, we've seen, like you said, the the reason that he is what he is. He's yeah. he's stared upon to the raw schism of female cruelty, and this is what it's done to him. <laughs> yeah, he's become a sex craved Irish goblin. <laughs> I don't know. In my mind, he's Irish. I don't know why I'm assuming. I need to write. I'm going to have to look this up because. Please look this up. I'm sure we've had this conversation before. Do you just feel like he should be? uh, He should be. Yes, it's because he's called Connor. That's like an Irish name. Uh, He's from Brighton, mate. He's from Brighton. Oh, that's. Yeah. That's that's yeah. The Wikipedia (laughs) article for him is just him like on on a rectangular stage surrounded by screaming girls <laughs> um but as but, he demands they insult him yeah his throat out or something. worship and debase me is what he's saying <laughs> i believe <laughs> take me to the dark treat me like an animal <laughs> i like that that i i mean that would be a better name for this song worship, worship and debase i feel he could he could get a whole new audience if he did that <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's um it's it, there's some there's some stygian depths being plumbed in this bland dub, dubstep pop song so there you go I think I think it's nice to do this, Simon, to take the lyrics outside of the music, so we can yeah. just you know kind of like um, monitor them, observe, and you know investigate them in isolation, yeah. really, yeah. in a controlled scientific environment like the one of this podcast. So that we, could, if anything, this is this podcast is probably the most scientific podcast that I've ever listened to. G. I would say so. I would say it's more scientific than many of the science podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because all they do is look at science, but we look at real stuff. We like, look at real like, shit. You know, like we look Colin at real Maynard. shit, like like Utah Goatman and Connor Maynard. <laughs> so yeah, that was our pop star update. I yeah. guess that's yeah. kind of what we're doing now. <laughs> <laughs> You'll notice it's, it's probably a little bit more. Um, it's it's a little bit more horrifying than 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 e true life stories. Or or TMZ or any of the other pop star. Well, maybe it's maybe it's horrifying in a different way. Yeah, I think TMZ is horrifying in its own special way. <laughs> so, um, um, so speaking of speaking of things that 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 um, we like to observe that take place in the real world, I believe we've got an update on um, on everybody's favourite radical dude. Do we not, G? That that is correct. And I, I'd like to thank um, listeners to the show, Guy. Um, I also want to address Guy. You send send us a lot of messages. I don't know how to pronounce your last name. Um, it's G A. R-R-U-D. Would you say that's Garrod? 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 In yeah, my mind, I mean, it's Garrod. It's hard for me to say because, you know, I have to go through this with my own first name all the time. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say it's a soft G and for, it is, in fact, the, say, the name of something that might be a sort of a mid-90s reggae artist and it's actually Jar Rude. <laughs> so, so thanks, thanks, Guy Jarrude. Guy Rude, thank you very much. Um, who, who kind of kept us up to date with this, made sure we didn't forget about um, Jason David Frank, who is, as we know, a former Power Ranger. And um, I think two episodes ago, was it? Yep. We discussed the fact that he was going to jump out of a plane and break uh, a number of pine boards with his bare fists during a free fall um, to break a world record and also to raise the profile of his Christian MMA clothing range, Jesus Doesn't Tap. It's such a perfect story. There's so, <laughs> there's so many themes that I enjoy going on there. Yeah. Well, I can confirm it is a perfect story because, I mean, there was like a slight worry that he might not be able to break the previous record of, I think that was two boards. Something like that. He's broken seven boards. It's, which is which which I like because it's a holy number in the Bible. It I feel is. like he did that on purpose. Almost certainly. Also, it's way more than two. He's really blown yeah. that record of free-falling while punching pine boards with your bare fists. He's blown out of the water. He has. <laughs> so congratulations, uh, Jason David Frank. Uh, the former white and green ranger. I think that was also, I think there was some, I thought he was also the red ranger. No, just the white and green just, ranger. Just green, that was what he was. See, people, people who used to watch Power Rangers back in the 90s will remember that the white and green was the most radical ranger of them all. Yeah, didn't the Green Ranger like power up and become the White Ranger at some point during the series? I also, have the memories. Green Ranger had a flute that summoned Mecha Godzilla. <laughs> they they always like like whenever he used that power, he'd like that they had this reused shot that yeah. um, where where like just rocking out sort of Jeffro Toll style. He'd on be a like flute. he'd backflip <laughs> like he'd backflip away from the action and then he'd ba- like that for some reason there'd be an incongruous like an incongruous lake in the middle of the, the shonen fight alkali flats where all action in 90s Japanese um fighting drama takes place and yeah. then he'll go on his flute and Mecha Godzilla would rise from the water, and then he'd pilot Mecha Godzilla. I do remember that. I do remember that. Yes. <laughs> and I think that the White Ranger had like a white tiger, 
and he was cool because he played by his own rules. He was like the out the outlaw ranger. Right, nice. So he played by his own rules, much like his actor does in his yeah. day to day life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So so not only not only is he radical now, he was the most radical ranger. Yeah, so he's been keeping it radical for I mean what, sort of twenty years now yeah. at least. Yeah. So yeah, good 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 on you. <laughs> yeah. Good work. We we were saying that we were going to call you out as a massive shitbird if you if you didn't pull this off, but you pulled it off big time. And it's I think now time. me and me and G are going to have to buy Jesus doesn't tap T-shirts. I'm almost certain we are going to have to buy Jesus doesn't tap T-shirts. I think but... I'm going to have to get the one with the digital camouflage cross on it that says <laughs> Jesus doesn't tap, and neither do our troops. <laughs> It is essentially the most perfect T-shirt. It's the most. It's like the, the most American T-shirt <laughs> that does not involve weeping eagles. I but, can't think know, of it. It does seem like the sort of T-shirt where weeping eagles could break out at any moment. <laughs> it does, yeah. It seems like like I'm going to get one. I'm going to buy buy one. I'm going to cut the sleeves off so I have the right to bear arms. Uh, I see. Ah, you see. see. What, I see what you did there. Good you work. <laughs> um, can we carry on with the theme of awesome dudes? Then? Yes, let's do um, that. We're going to a real clip here, but I, I just want to keep on awesome dudes. Um, this that's, is that's that's what I've heard. That's what the dudes tell me. <laughs> yeah, they 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 are always talking about me keeping on at them. Wait, what? <laughs> They're like, G won't get off of me. I keep on telling him to leave, but he just won't go. <laughs> Is that? Yeah, I, I'm suggesting uh, that you have mounted the awesome dude because I kind of, you are gay. I, I, I got that, but it was like there was just the the phrasing wasn't quite working for me. I'll be please, honest. Like, I've got to take these opportunities where I can get them. You don't often put yourself in a position where I can ridicule you, so I have, I have to go for it when I can. Fair enough. Okay, even at the slightest opportunity, you will pounce. I will pounce. Yeah, like a predator. Like, like, <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> You've fallen into my trap, Yogi boy. I don't know what I'm going to do now. I feel like a dick. You carry, carry on. Tell us about awesome dudes. Um, this is the tourist Paul Marshall C, who is a, for, a Welsh former miner from Murphy Tidville. He was, a, he was on holiday in Australia um, when... He was at the beach, sort of, as you do when you're in Australia, having a lovely time, I'm sure, um, when a shark kind of swum right up to the shoreline and lifeguards were shouting, you know, there's a shark in the water. Paul Marshall C was getting out and he realised there were, like, toddlers paddling and they didn't know what was going on. The shark was heading straight for them. So he ran back into the sea and wrestled the shark away from the children. That's amazing. How old is he? He is 62. <laughs> so it's big Welsh minor arms. That's what it is. I think that's pretty much what's going on there. He, he apparently grabbed the shark. Well, I mean, there's a video of it because luckily for him um, yeah. and for us, there was a TV crew filming something completely unrelated at the beach at the time. <laughs> this is such a perfect, a perfect moment. So they've, they've captured the film. He sort of gets in and he like grabs the shark by the tail and it's like thrashing away and he's like pulling it away from the kids and into the water. He said, when I got to the shark to just over knee deep, he turned on me and just missed me with a bite. 
The shark nearly took my leg off in a split second. It was that quick, said Mr. Marshall. Marshall. <laughs> that's, that's such a, like, there's something quite understated about about the way he described that as well that I quite enjoy. It's like, it's could have, that's how quick it happened. Like, could have been a split second. <laughs> and my leg could have gone. Yeah. My instincts took over and I just grabbed the shark by the tail. I know it was dangerous, but it almost looked beautiful. You've got to have respect for a beautiful animal. <laughs> That's an <laughs> amazing thing to say. It's like, oh, hey, dude, you've just done the most amazing thing. And now you're saying the most amazing thing about it. <laughs> I like to think that, like, like the shark, like he'd wrestled the shark away from the kids and he had it like he had it in a headlock. And there was just a mo- moment where him and the shark locked eyes and he <laughs> stared into the into like the glassy, the glassy soulless orbs of that predator and he saw in it a kinship and he was like now i'm gonna let you go you swim out to sea i don't want to see you around these parts again and the shark's like okay (laughs) and it just swims away and as it swims away he salutes it and a single tear rolls down his cheek (laughs) i'm almost certain that's exactly what happened like for that brief moment he met his soulmate yeah yeah you know he, he knew it couldn't be, you know, they're yeah. from two different worlds. One dwells in Murphy Tidville, the other in the ocean. <laughs> Occasionally he just goes to the beach and screams at the sea <laughs> because he knows that he'll never meet another worthy opponent other than that shark that he allowed to leave just yeah. in case he'd meet it again on the field of battle. I'm, I'm you know... And God willing, it will happen. Maybe not in this life, but possibly in the possibly next. Possibly in the next. <laughs> I like to think that when he passes, they'll both ascend to some sort of Valhalla-like hall yeah. warriors where they can battle for all eternity. <laughs> what an amazing... What like I, That's a very specific section of Valhalla, though. Like the, the paddling pool of doom section yeah. of Valhalla. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the pool, the pool, ha- the beach house of Valhalla, <laughs> the cabana bar of Valhalla. <laughs> That's what he'd said. That's what he said to the shark. Like, I'm never going to see you again this li- this life. But when you get to Valhalla, meet me at the cabana bar. <laughs> and the shark's like, I will. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah a beautiful story there i think yeah nobody Uh, got hurt and a man and a man met his match on the field of battle so and and i think and i mean this is the question though this is the question which of the two is our awesome guy of the week what the jason jason david frank or or the the pensioner or paul marshall sees the shark wrestling pensioner I think the shark wrestling pensioner because um, because Mr. Frank was um, was mentioned earlier on in the series, and I believe his, he was our radical dude of the week then, wasn't he? Right. So. Also, I think I think like Paul Marshall, see, he's an awesome guy of the week because he's just a normal guy who yeah. rose to awesomeness. Exactly. Uh, whereas, yeah, uh, whereas uh, the Power Ranger, he's just radical all the time. Yeah. He can't stop being radical, yeah. so it's not yeah. like a special thing for him. No, you know, it's just month. <laughs> It's his everyday life. He's jumping out of a plane and punching boards. You know, that's yeah, just every what every day does. he wakes up. He's both the green and white ranger. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> another um, we we've we've got another guy who I thought should be our awesome guy of the week, but apparently he's he's too despicable for that. 
This is um, so. I think that we should create a um, just maybe just for this week. Our true lad of the week um, right. is a is is a lawyer. I believe is he not G? Yeah. So he he. So I mean, so the true lad. He's not awesome. He's just so, done something so despicable that you're kind of impressed by it. Yeah, yeah. We like, don't wow. encourage. Unlike the awesome guy, like we do encourage people to jump out of planes and we do encourage people to wrestle sharks. We don't encourage you to follow this man's example. No, just we, marvel at his douchebaggery. His douchebaggery, exactly. Um, this is uh, Thomas P. Lowe, an attorney from Minnesota in the United States. He's uh, He's been banned from practicing law for the next 15 months after it was revealed he was billing a client for sex. Lowe, who runs a private practice in Burnsville, was approached in August 2011 by an acquaintance who asked him to represent her in a divorce. Their attorney-client relationship soon evolved into a sexual one. But as the Office of Lawyers' Professional Responsibility heard last summer, Lowe maintained his professionalism throughout the affair, going so far as to bill the woman for the time they spent having sex. It's like the most lawyery thing to do. Like, it is, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll represent you, girl. I'm going to represent you hard. <laughs> um, oh, by the way, uh, I'm billing you for these hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, technically, this is outside of my office hours, so I'm going to be billing you extra for this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. Um, like I, I could just imagine like the pillow talk. Like, like she's like that was that was amazing. You're you're a, a generous and gentle yet firm lover. And he's lying there thinking, and he's like, so. Uh, just uh, just ballparking, you know, hypothetical talking. How uh, how much do you reckon that would be worth to you? <laughs> she's like, oh, uh, that's a bit of a strange question. I wouldn't really like to put a price tag on it. And he's like, well, uh, well, I would. And um, seeing as I have quite impressive stamina, uh, that was that's going to uh, be billed as an hour and a half of time at time and a half to you. Because, <laughs> of course, outside of uh, outside of office hours... <laughs> Um, Lowe was previously on probation for purchasing for, for purchasing cocaine from a client. It's this guy's like this guy. Is this a guy who's like watched all of the series of Mad Men and gone like I could probably do that and be a lawyer? He is a TV show lawyer, isn't he? Is. He? He's he the evil lawyer in a firm of lawyers. Yeah, and 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 he's there for the audience to go boo at. Yeah, exactly. Like, and like every series, you think he's going to have his comeuppance, but then he like pulls it back at the last moment, yeah, and you're yeah. like, "Damn him!" Yeah. Oh, for goodness' sake. Yeah, and then, um, and then, uh, how would he be written out of the show? Do you reckon? Um, dramatic yacht fire. You think so? You think yeah. dramatic yacht fire? I, I think yeah. That's the thing. He won't. He would never kind of pave like the law could never touch him because he's such a good lawyer. Yeah. Um. Like so, what would happen is his jilted ex-lovers would arrange a yacht explosion or something. <laughs> <laughs> and he would then, be, yeah. Yeah, and then there would be like the, the, that would be the end of season finale, and so the start of the next season would be who killed Thomas Lowe, you know? Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And of course, it would be everyone because you know, everyone. and they'd be covering each other's backs at yeah. the law firm where this yeah. show is set. What's the law firm called? Um, well, it's going to have his name in it. So, yeah. um, 
I'm trying to think of good lawyer names. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the awesome lawyer names I used to have to deal with uh, when I was. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh shit! What was the amazing lawyer? There were. I I used to work in. I mean, it's been discussed before. I used to have a terrible job, but part of it was to do with phoning solicitors. Yeah. And a lot of them had very, um, very like sexually suggestive names. <laughs> and I think there was one called something like Cock and Hard Man or something. <laughs> there's um. There's yeah. There's a there's a solicitor's office in Reading where I used to live called Vanderpump and Wellby Love. <laughs> so I think it should be yeah, what's his last what's his, his last his name? Name's, his name's Low. So it should be Vanderpump, Wellbeloved and Low. I like it. That's a good name. Coming yeah. this summer on CBS. I think um Wellby Love um should be the main character. She'll be yeah. like a female lawyer. Jill Wellby Love. Yeah, and she's like she's kind of like trying to prove that she can be an independent woman, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, Lowe's always trying to foil her because he's a douchebag. Yeah, he's 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 establishment. He's like women can't be lawyers exactly because, because I put my dick in them, <laughs> and that yeah. compromises them. My dick compromises them, um, and uh, and everybody's like, Lowe, you're such an asshole. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's our kind of guys of the week, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And also a um a a a new uh, legal drama that that will be stolen from us. I'm yeah, sure. I mean that's that's our second legal drama as well. After what remember, see, what was it? Seal, seal of the law. Seal of seal of the law or seal of justice, which is about a um a seal. Is it a, a lawyer who defends marine animals in court or a seal who's also a lawyer? It's it's a it's it's a lawyer who defends marine animals in court. Yes, yeah, I, yeah. I, I guess his like his paralegals probably a seal. <laughs> he just sits there. He's and he's and he's not like a super intelligent seal. He's just like a he's like comic relief, but yeah. he's just a seal. Like yeah. he knocks things <laughs> over. Every now and then, like through his incompetence, he turns up the vital clue that cracks the case wide open. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. 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 This is that's an, another show that that will never be made by us, but probably by somebody else. Probably Brookheimer. I reckon Brookheimer is going to get his hands on that one. Is he taking our ideas? Yeah, Damn Brookheimer. you, Brookheimer! <laughs> Not again! After all those screenplays that mysteriously disappeared from my student halls in first year, <laughs> you asshole! Um, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on from slandering Jerry Brookheimer. <laughs> It's a dangerous place to be. Well, well, we we have um, we have Vanderpump, Wellby Love, and Lowe behind us, so we should be all right. I don't know. Lowe's probably going to ruin that case. He's probably <laughs> he's probably. I bet him and Jerry Brookheimer hang out. They seem like the sort of guys who'd be mates, don't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's thick as thieves with him. And speaking of possible legal action, uh, <laughs> I've, um, I've I've got a fresh batch of creep or creation. Uh, which which um was a uh, a semi regular feature about a month ago um this is a this is a feature where i take um i take excerpts from the rush hour crush section of the metro which is a free newspaper often found on public transport and um and i i add a couple that i've made up myself uh, this is like it's like misconnections but but these are people that you may have to stare at for you know the rest of your employed life on the train and you know that they've uh, they have these feelings for you yeah strange uneasy feelings <laughs> yeah feelings that make you feel slightly queasy 
Um, so, I mean, I've got quite a good record because I, I have to guess which one's real uh, creep and which yeah. one's your creation. Yeah. I've got a fairly good record on Yeah, you do all right. I mean, we've not been keeping a st- score, but, but okay. generally you, you're at least 50-50, usually yeah. a bit better than that. So, um, um, you know, have... but it's been a bit of a break. I'm out of practice, so we'll see how this goes, I think. Yeah. Okay, so our first our first offering for creep or, crea- creep or creation to mm. the tall, hot Canadian girl who was wrapping fresh prints at High Street Kensington last Friday. I joined in and we shared a wonderful moment. Fancy more wonderful moments with me? And that's from Tall Dude in Guinness T-shirt. <coughs> what were they wrapping? Fresh prints. Fre- what? The uh, the intro to Fresh Prince of Bel Air. They, oh, right, okay. In West Philadelphia, born, raised in the playground is where I spent most of my days. And, and then. And I couldn't work out what the hell you were talking about. I was thinking of the other sort of rapping. <laughs> you were was... rapping. You were rapping 1990s Will Smith at, yeah. at High Street Kensington. Yeah, you were covering Will Smith, Will Smith in, in brown paper. And you I and, you and DJ Jazzy Jeff were rapping Will Smith in brown paper to send him back to the 90s. <laughs> um, right. Tall guy in Guinness T-shirt. And she was Canadian. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, that would suggest to me that, like, out of their Will Smith rapping, um, there was a conversation in which it was established she wasn't American but was, in fact, Canadian. Oh, well, maybe uh, she was wearing, like, a like a Canadian... Uh, I am a Canadian T-shirt. Maybe she, she spoke she like could a have. Canadian. Yeah, maybe. she could have just said A at the end of every yeah, exactly. line of the song. Who knows? <laughs> in West Philadelphia, born and raised, A. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't really scan, does it? It doesn't scan as well. I don't know. I mean, it... it the the problem as always with these is it's you know it's terrible game yeah but i think it might be real i don't want I it to be so. real i think it's probably real you think it's you think it's a creep i think that's a creep i think that's natural creep you are correct it's a oh. creep from tuesday the 8th uh, of this month so that was my birthday in fact yeah, yeah happy birthday I bring you creepy dudes. Uh, there are there are two issues. I kind of included this one because I'd like to investigate a bit with you yeah. if I can, G. So two issues with with this. Number one, if if there's a if there's a a pretty girl doing that, and you know you're single, and you you like involve yourself in her rapping Fresh Prince of Bel Air, and she seems like she's enjoying it. How do you leave that situation without getting their number? I re- that's my issue here. That's my big issue with why it's a terrible game. Because obviously, like that's why I said it sounded like they probably talked so that he knew she was Canadian. Like, yeah. she was like rapping the Fresh Prince Belair for some reason. We won't, yeah. we won't ask why. Um, and he joins in, and then they're like, "Oh, that's kind of like that was weird how we both got into that." And it's like, "Oh, where are you from?" And then yeah, he didn't say kind of like, "Oh, well, how long are you? Are you lit? Do you live here? How long are you in town for?" You know, that's yeah. kind of. That's where you go with that. Yeah, exactly. It's, um, it's disappointing. It but, is. I'm you know, disappointed in you, tall dude in Guinness T-shirt. I'm, but I am disappointed in tall dude in Guinness T-shirt. I don't know what's going on there. I feel like, but I kind of feel like maybe she was wrapping it to herself and he just joined in. Like, I mean, and, it like both of the things are weird there. I yeah. mean, I don't really understand why she was wrapping that to herself. Yeah. Like the other day I was walking down the road and it was in my head. I didn't start singing it out loud, and I yeah. was drunk. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good point. 
like what what was her deal like what's yeah. going on there yeah. and yeah and like at what point Nick's, I mean I I like that he joined it I think I can yeah. get behind that but like yeah. at what point does that become an acceptable thing to do <laughs> yeah I don't know I think that I, I feel like you might be intruding slightly uh yeah. but but yeah it's an odd situation and I I feel like you could have made a made better of it tall dude in Guinness t-shirts yeah. so, I think you so, should have at least got her phone number if yeah. not more from that situation poor show sir poor show um our next our next entry yeah a stranger came up to me near London Wall and said he would like to take me for a drink. I was embarrassed and said I was spoken for. I'm not. If you ask again, I would say yes. That's from Bashful Girl. Oh, man, this sounds plausible and slightly sad. It is kind oh, of sad. That's really... I mean, I bet that... It happens all the time, though. Yeah. People, like, kind of like, oh, do you want to... And you're like, um... <laughs> Oof. Ooh, uh, ooh. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, I, I mean, obviously, it's something that can take you aback, someone just kind of, like, asking you for a drink. I think that's real. I think yeah. that's real. I wish it wasn't, but it's it's so plausible. I think it's real. That's also a creep. Good work. Yeah, it's not really a creep, though. It's, I no, feel, it's not. It's not. I feel, I, I feel this lady, I don't think... I think we do her an injustice by calling yeah. her a creep. I wish so, you the best of luck in yeah. re-finding this man. Yeah. <laughs> what What was she calling herself? Bashful. Uh, bashful girl. Good luck, bashful girl. Godspeed to yeah. you. I hope you get over your shyness. <laughs> yes. Um, here's our next one. To the cute guy, always reading psychology textbooks on the 435 to Kidderminster. I'd like to let you get inside my head and other places. Oh, and God. That's from, that's from Basket Case Punk Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Re- really, Simon? Basket Case Punk Girl? Is that where you're going with it? That's, that's, what it, that's what it said. That's what, it's, it's what the legitimate thing that was actually written says. Yes, yes it is. Hey, hey, stranger <laughs> things have happened. <laughs> stranger things have happened um i mean the second it was like i want you to get inside my i was like oh no i don't like where this is going <laughs> but we've we've said in the past that you know yeah. that you know that the, the brasher it is the more realistic it's likely to be so you know you don't sell yourself short here g no it's 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 very it's very creepy it's very creep. It's the yeah. sort of thing this creep would say. I just there's just something. I think you. I think this is a creation, Simon. I'm okay. sorry. It, it is a creation. Oh, Congratulations. Yes. Well done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, it's obviously it's been a, a couple of weeks off for me, and I'm finding it difficult to gauge these. Yeah. To be honest, I, th- I think I think basket case punk girl was a step too far. There needs to be one less adjective. In it does. Just punk girl. Punk girl, would, punk girl, I could have, I, I might have gone for in that case, <laughs> or even basket case on it. Or well, just, just basket case. Basket case, I would have been like, yeah, now I can see that. That sounds, but yeah, basket case, punk girl, too much, too, too much like an uh, an AOL instant messenger name from around two thousand and three. <laughs> basket girl, punk case sixty nine at AOL dot com. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, with like little love hearts. Like Death. little ASCII love hearts in it. A little squiggles. Next yeah. <laughs> okay, so here's our last one. So, so far, you're uh, you're free for free. Oh, I could get 100%. Get, this would be the first time you've been 100% right, I think, if you get if you get this one correct. I, you might be right. You might be right. To the beautiful girl with the black fur jacket, I saw you on the central line. 
You were on the first carriage of the tube and we shared a few looks before we got off at Ealing Broadway. I just want to say you really are an African goddess of beauty. (laughs) (laughs) That is from Guy with the Woolly Hat. I love... I, I, I really hope this is real. Um, I'm kind of, I'm in my mind, I think it's a creep. And because it does that thing of being kind of just about all right until that last line, it just, it drops. Yeah. It was like, just, just like, I'm going to, I'm going to write the, the the first couple of parts of it are going to be, uh, they're going to be, they're going to sound normal, but then I'm going to drop the crazy in a big steaming pile. I'm going to put something that describes who she was, so something she'll recognise. I'll mention she was wearing that black fur coat. It's a bit unusual. She'll probably recognise. And also, I'll make sure to mention you know where we got on and where we got off. You know, just so she's just so she's certain it was her on that train. And um, oh, I need to compliment her somehow. I need to. Com- oh no, I'll call her. I'll call her an African goddess of beauty. That that's, that makes sense. <laughs> that that's the least crazy part of it. I'll mention. Yeah. I'll mention what she, what she was wearing, where I stalked her to. Yeah. And then I'll put in a normal, because, I mean, that could sound a bit creepy, so I'll put in a normal a normal sort of compliment there. Um, what did I say? <laughs> I liked your haircut. I could hear your music and that sound. Oh, I know. She was an African, African goddess of beauty. I'll say that. <laughs> I'll call her a pagan fertility idol. That's a good <laughs> idea. <laughs> oh, I really want one of these. Um from like sort of some like scholar of latin or something you know kind of like will you be the persephone to my hades <laughs> <laughs> that's all i want i'm mean, having I'm yeah. the right one in myself just yeah. on theme um that's a creep that's, that's real that's a creep you think that's real you yeah. are correct yes so that's your first your first 100 percent um success ratio oh, that is right. a creep from today in the metro from the wow. 22nd Jeez, that's, that's quite the... a. Uh, that's dropping the science. Yeah, that's <laughs> pretty serious. You've 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 made a you've made a uh, quite a uh, you've quite, made quite a step there, sir. Yeah, man in hat, <laughs> man in hat. Congratulations, I man love... in hat. Uh, the other thing is that yeah, he goes into all that effort, kind of like explaining where he saw her and what he thinks about her. And then his description is so useless. Kind yeah. of like, I was the man in a woolly hat in, in uh, at winter time. Yeah. In like the bitterest winter in Britain for years. Yeah. I was, the one, I was the one with the hat. I was the one with the hat. The one with the hat who was staring at you and like, like you were an African goddess of beauty. Yeah. I was the one wearing the hat and performing strange pagan rituals at towards you. Guy guy in hat with blood on hands and sigils carved into skull. <laughs> guy in hat taking strange medicinal herbs. <laughs> guy in hat and sacrificial robe in centre of bone dust circle. <laughs> guy in hat drinking blood of freshly slaughtered cow <laughs> on the central line i have seen i've seen odder things on the central line though to <laughs> yes, be honest it's been a while since i've been to london but yeah that sounds like something that could plausibly happen yeah yeah if you're gonna if you're gonna drink the blood of a freshly sa- slaughtered cow anywhere the central line is the place where people will just be just keep your head down don't keep look. your head down don't don't look at him don't talk to him it'll be fine 
I'm just remembering going to London as a, I guess I was about 17, maybe maybe 16 actually, yeah. going to London uh, with a couple of friends. We were going to a, a curry house. I can't remember exactly where it was. I think it was, on, it was probably on Brick Lane. Um, and we didn't know quite how to get there because, you know, obviously we were, you know, provincial smucks from Wales. Exactly. Um, so we got on this bus and I was like, where do we get off? And there was a guy next to me and I was like... Um, excuse me, do you know where this... And he just looked up at me and I've never seen a more crackier crackhead in my life. <laughs> it was, it was, it was quite, it was, it was an education. Yeah, that, was, that was the day I learned about London. I mean, I've seen things in bus, on buses in Manchester. I mean, I have been on a bus kind of one time where someone nearly got stabbed. That wasn't a great time, but wow. I think London's still scary. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. London's pretty scary. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's our uh, that that's creep or creation for this week. Congratulations, you scored uh, you scored four out of four. I'm really proud. I'm really so well pleased with myself about that. Um, you've been uh, you've been meditating upon upon strangeness and oddities over the last month and preparing yeah. your mind to pick them out. Exactly. I guess you know I've come back. I've come back fresh. You know, kind of like prepared. And uh, I'm just hoping I can keep this up for the rest of the season. Let's. We'll find out. We'll find out. I think we should take a moment just to um, thank everyone who's listening to the show. As always, uh, please share the show with a friend. Uh, yes, like us on Facebook. That's facebook.com forward slash errand of mercy. Last week, uh, we made a pledge that the 50th person to like the page um, would receive uh, two pictures, from one from each of us. Yours yep. was, I believe, a picture of them riding a motorcycle with a wolf as it well. Was a, wolf, a wolf riding a motorcycle into Russia while screaming their name, I believe. Well, that, that was your one. Uh, yep. Mine was a picture of, of the 50th person to like it, uh, uh, frolicking for a field of flowers uh, hand in hand with me and Simon. Yeah. Now, the 50th person to like our Facebook group, I believe, was your parents' cat. Is that yes, correct? Uh, I believe due to a uh, due to a prank by my mother. Yeah. Uh, now, this is a prank. This isn't like a Justin Bieber's that's, that's ass a prank. That's prank. This is, yeah. uh, you know, it's funny. It's not something we, were, we would have expected or particularly, you know, it wasn't yeah. what we were after. But, it, well, you know, it's enjoyable for everyone involved. Yeah. Due, um, to, a, due to a prank from my mother, uh, uh, either, either, I believe it's actually my mum who is the 50th person, person, but she has essentially used my cat to skew that plan. Just, yeah, to um, sort of so, to so, push her into 50th place. So, yeah, uh, so she's, what she's done is she's basically uh, rigged the ballot and um and I, this isn't this isn't Russia. I won't accept that. So so what I'm going to say is the fifty first person who who is not either a pet or my mum will uh, will will receive the picture from me. However, G may still draw a picture of my mum running through a uh, a field of flowers with me and him. Um, I think I was actually going to draw a picture of your cat uh, running through through a field of flowers. I could draw your mum. I don't know. We'll see how that goes. But yeah, Please, so I like like see now you're you are perfectly positioned to draw do a, a very crude and insulting rendering of my mum. This is this is to... the issue here. Like I mean, I I don't want. I mean, I'm not. I, if I draw it, I'm not going to go out to insult your mum. But I'm worried I might do, and that's the last thing I ever want to do, Simon. <laughs> What insult my mum? 
Yeah, your mum always seems to be like a lovely person. I don't she want, is a lovely person. I don't. I don't want. I don't want to insult her through the, through MS Paint. No, don't do that. Yeah, the worst, <laughs> the, the most ardent form of insult, the MS Paint poor uh, rendering. So we'll work out how we're going to deal with that. But essentially, the fifty first listener will definitely get both of those uh, star prizes. Yeah, um, yeah, unless they are an animal. Or a member of our families, I yeah. would say. Yeah. Um, I think, like, recently I've had a lot more people getting in touch, like, about the show and stuff. And it's yeah. really, it's nice. I, li- I really like it when you, like, like stuff on the page or just mm-hmm. send a message saying you like, you're enjoying the show. So uh, yeah. please keep that up. Um, yeah. Also, um, you could follow us on Twitter or read our blogs. I'm not going to plug those. You can yeah. sort that out for yourself. You can find that out for yourself. <laughs> for example, I am currently blogging about my new Dark Angels army for Warhammer 40,000. That's the kind of thing that may interest you, you poor um, soul. I, I haven't updated my blog this month, so um, I'm currently not talking about much at all. But well, maybe, there we go. You know. <laughs> That's fine. Right, let's move on with the news then. Uh, with the headline, World War II lard washes up on beach at Nature Reserve. <laughs> this is another one of those news stories. Is it real? Is it from the day to day? We're not sure. <laughs> um, storms over the East Coast have resulted in several unusual relics from World War II washing up on a beach in northeast Scotland. Staff at St. Cyrus Nature Reserves said four large barrel-shaped pieces of lard have appeared on the shore. <laughs> the fat is believed to have escaped from the wreck of a merchant vessel that was well, bombed in World War II. The fat escaped? So yeah. it, like, it da- it, it, like it staged a daring escape, as- escape attempt from a wreck? Yeah, it broke out from its dark underwater lair um, and, um, and has found freedom on the beaches of Scotland. Wow. Um, Scottish National Heritage said the lard was still brilliant white and smelled good enough to have a fry-up with. <laughs> wow, that is, Re- that's going to be a weird fry-up. Really? Are you, really? Yeah, you're going well, to use pig fat from World War II to have your fry I mean, you know, whatever, but uh, uh, tell me when you're doing that so I can avoid it. <laughs> I'm not sure. And yeah, your I'm not stinky, sure. Your stinky, seventy-year-old rancid fats breath. <laughs> that would be that would be pretty horrific. I'm not sure whether that's incredibly decadent or just horrible. I think it's just horrible. You reckon? Though now you're saying about it, I do kind of want to get one of these barrels and just yeah, charge millions. Yeah, to serve it like a fancy restaurant somewhere. Yeah, yeah like exactly. sell it some magnate in Dubai or something. You know, just to, just to watch him try and eat it and pretend that he's enjoying it. Um, to be fair, it's says poor Claude. Dubai is probably not the place to go. Listen, oh, maybe, maybe Ch- not Dubai. Yeah, then. So you're saying China? Yeah. The depth of the swell during the storms we had over the holidays must have broke apart the shipwreck some more and caused the lard to escape. Said Teresa Lampo. Like, why are we still saying escape? Like, like, <laughs> are we still running with that as the word we're using? Yeah, it's but- starting to freak me out. I don't like the idea of sapient lard, which is able to escape from ancient wrecks. That's that's a Doctor Who monster. That's not a that's not a thing that happens in the real world. Um, it's given us some interesting sights recently on the reserve. I'm sure some people are wondering what on earth is washed up on the beach. The lard was covered in the largest barnacles I've ever seen. Oh yeah, they must be loving that stuff. 
animals, including my dog, have certainly enjoyed the lard. <laughs> and and she reiterates, it still looks good and looks and smells good enough to have a fry up with. Like she said that twice in the interview. This sounds like a um. This sounds like an SCP worthy <laughs> thing. Like the lard is the lard is some kind of supernatural lard that makes you want to eat it, and when you eat it, it starts to take over your mind. Yeah, and everybody's that's... like, wow, that lard looks really weird actually actually now i'm looking at it it looks it looks good enough to, and yeah once you eat it you're just dedicated to telling people that it's good enough to eat the lard is good enough to eat and you're like really something something strange is happening to uncle tony the lard is good enough to eat <laughs> Um, yeah, I think the large barnacles just add more to the idea that it might be some terrifying sapient bu- um, lard. Yeah. Like the barnacles actually like it's like using the lard to spread its spores. Yeah, or that's what it is. Um, yeah. Do you know my fact about barnacles? Let's let's hear a fact about barnacles. They're actually a type of lobster. Oh, wow. That's really cool. You, the you... That's kind of freaky, don't you think? They're a if, type of lobster. So what, inside the shell, there's like a lobstery thing? Or yeah, they're, they're... it's like a little thing with its legs sticking up. And like the, the like, you know, the sort of like shutter things on a barnacle? Yeah. Are its claws? Oh, wow. That's so it really opens cool. up and sticks like its little legs out and just catches stuff and pulls it into its shell. That's so, awesome. And terrifying, it kind of isn't it? I don't think it's ter- terrifying. I, See, it's awesome, but it is really weird. You're, you're you're saying that's terrifying to a man who owns a t-shirt that says "I heart arthropods" on it. So <laughs> I, I may not necessarily be the the most the, the least biased person on behalf of arthropods. I think they're they're awesome. Did you know that sea urchins have one of the most complex mouth parts in the world? I did not know that. They have um, they have what's essentially an aperture made out of bone like substance surrounded by a ring of sphincter like muscles. Aren't they like starfish and they like eject their stomachs to eat stuff? No, they're um. Sea sea urchins are, are, are echinoderms. They're like spiny shellfish. Right. The ones that are just covered in in like loads and loads of spines. Um, yeah, but, I know what sea urchins. Yeah, are. but their <laughs> raspy mouth parts are like a weird a weird. Uh, semi-solid aperture which which kind of spirals open and close to chew stuff off of rocks right that's... i learned that i learned that in the first year of my uh, microbiology degree so that's a that's some interesting facts about the life in the sea <laughs> yeah so brought on by by talk of sapient lard we uh, <laughs> we like to we like to spread uh, we like to spread wisdom <laughs> Uh, yeah. on our podcast <laughs> I, i'd like to, I, i'd say we've got a fairly straightforward like thought process when it comes to uh to this show wouldn't you you know yeah. and um, if we say if we say one thing we go to the logical next thing from yeah, that exactly yes yeah. so speaking of um speaking of subhuman shellfish creatures uh dappy's been in the news <laughs> with his uh with his hardened, with his with his hardened shell-like hair and his uh, and, and 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 his exoskeleton that secretes a strange oozing substance. Yeah, he's a um, he's a strange young man. 
Yeah. So, wow, I'm kind of in awe of that. that. That's like one of the finest segs I've ever heard, Simon. <laughs> He's just not, I just don't really like him. And, no. and the, the opportunity presented itself and I took it. Um, um, he's, I have no strong feelings on Dappy one way or the other. So, you know. He I just think, annoys me. Like, I'm don't, sure. Don't know enough. I just know the name, Simon. Yeah, he's, he's, he exists and that he's in a band of some sort. He was sport. in N-dubs with Talisa. Who is uh, who's very popular at the moment? Talisa, Talisa, she's like a judge on the pop factor X talent. Yeah, yeah, something um, like that. Something um, like that. She's on, uh, a judge she, on something uh, like that. She famously, there was a video of her doing uh, well, giving doing, giving what I've been reliably informed was a very poor quality blowjob. <laughs> um, so Dappy, I, is... I I I remember that story because I remember that she was fairly, f- very upfront about it, and we're yeah. kind of telling people not to let their boyfriends take videos of them doing that because it's a really stupid idea. Which yeah. I think is something that young people need to learn. So. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so Talisa, Talisa, we're kind of all right with, even though she's definitely still part of the machine. But yeah. Dappy, uh, Dappy. So basically, there's there's a um, an issue with this story. So he's facing jail time due to an altercation that took part, and it included him and two of his minders um, during a um, during a row. Uh, he was um, he was on his way home after a night out, and uh, his car pulled into a uh, into a, a petrol station. I don't believe he was driving, um, as he was, I believe, under the influence. So, and, I mean, we can only assume, like, give him the benefit of the doubt that he had someone else driving him at the time. Yeah, uh, this is basically, you know, uh, you know, like, like, occasionally you'll hear stories about teenage girls getting stuck in really sleazy situations and you're like, oh, no, oh, that's horrible that that's happened to those that those women. Dappy's going to jail because he attempted to, to create that situation and, uh, uh, and the world said no. All the right. world, the world decided that would not. It was not willing to accept that upon that evening. Um, so, what sleazy manoeuvres was he pulling? So he, he tried to convince two teenage girls at a petrol station to get into his car with him. Yeah, and he was like, "Hey, I'm yeah. famous person, Daffy. Yeah, yeah is exactly. he a rapper? Does he's he some rap? kind of. He's 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 like a. He's rapper. a pop, he's a pop singer. Yeah, he's a rapper slash singer slash slash double murder rape waiting to happen. Right. And okay. he's uh, he's he, he so he's in this petrol station trying to get these girls into his car, and um, a guy who had been talking to the girls, not sure what he was doing. Let's not go too far into that. There's there are teenage girls at a petrol station late at night. And a guy's talking to them. Daffy tries to get them into his car, and the guy talking to him to the girls says, "Oi, uh, leave leave it, mate. Just uh, just 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 leave him alone. Like you're obviously very drunk." Daffy Daffy doesn't decide to see the better side of things. Just close the door of the car that he's in and accept that he's got loads and loads of money for apparently no reason, and mm. just be happy with that. Now he decides to spit in the guy's face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which understandably sp- sparks a brawl. So uh, this guy pulls Dappy out of the car, and they start fighting. Two of his minders get involved, and um, and two other people who had noticed the fight were like, "Oh, well, I'm having some of this." It would appear that somebody's beating Dappy up. I want to get in on this action. So two other guys run over, and yeah. a three man brawl is sparked in this uh, this petrol station um, forecourt court in Guildford. <laughs> Oh, Guildford. Yeah, good old Guildford. So, uh, um, so, so he's now uh, 
possibly going to go to jail for that, which we can we can only hope for. We can only hope. I mean, the I I, I think the worst part of it for me is the spitting. That's just yeah. filthy. That's not nice, is it? That, like. That, that, it, I, I think, you know, I oppose starting fights at petrol stations, yes. especially when those fights are started by being sleazy to to underage women. Yeah. Um, were they underage? I thought no, you implied they, that. I said they were teenagers. I oh, don't so they could that, be. They they, could be I, I believe they, are, they were of age. I'm thinking 18, 19. Right, fair enough. Um, but yeah, no, the worst part of that is definitely the spitting, as far as yeah. I'm concerned. So I've read I've read a number of quite sensationalized tabloid accounts of this and I think my favorite one is uh, in the metro they were a little bit more coy with the details and um they said that the teenage girls called Dappy boring and I think that that's quite that's that's nice to hear. Yeah, it's like it's like get in my car. It's like no, your music is is boring and tedious. I find you to be bland and annoying. <laughs> Were you perhaps Connor Maynard, I would be willing to worship and debase you. <laughs> Unfortunately, sir. You are merely happy. I must I must refuse. I say good day. <laughs> and then he tries to say something and the teenage girl says, I said good day, sir. <laughs> oh so um he he is a man who is hopefully going to learn some manners in yeah. jail. Hopefully, hopefully in jail. I mean, he doesn't have to go to jail, but hopefully he'll learn learn from this. Hopefully he'll at least learn a lesson. Yeah, I yeah. think that's true. That's all we can hope for in these yeah. cases, really, Simon. Yeah. I suppose we can end on this story. We happen to end on this story. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I, I've spoken about Google before. Yeah. Um, the Google potentially being evil. We're not sure. They just We're seem not- very nice. I believe I mean- that xkcd um put it quite well for a change when they said that that google that google tried to be a um tried to be an evil super corporation but it just turns out they're not very good at it um well in botswana they've killed animals oh they've been taking uh, they've been taking night classes on evil corp 101 well that's worrying to hear um, this is news uh, that the if you go on Google Street View in a uh, Botswana mm-hmm. um, and follow, you could have move along in one frame, uh, you will see a donkey standing by the side of the road, very clearly uh, from the Street View car. If you move a straight f- frame forward and look behind, there is now a donkey lying on the road. <laughs> What so the suggestion is that the donkey has been ran over by a Google Street View car? Essentially, that that is the implication. Yes, but the Google Street View car, while taking photos, has hit and hit a donkey and then driven off. <laughs> so a hit, it's like if you're going to pick a vehicle to do a hit and run in, the Google Street View car is a very poor choice, I would say. Um, so that's kind of like that. That's kind of what most people are reading into this. Google has tried to defend themselves. Um, a spokesman uh, said that what what in fact happened was that we've been looking at this in the wrong order, and in fact the donkey had been sleeping on the road, <laughs> and then as the car moved near, it woke up and then was stood next to the car. That's amazing. <laughs> the donkey was lying with its stomach hanging out on the road, but the Google Street View car's magical fixy-up-the-donkey ray made it better. You've actually been viewing this in reverse. <laughs> it's funny because if you look at the photos, it's kind of obvious that the donkey's been hit by the car. Because, like, sort of... The do- there's one frame the donkey standing up on it's like a it's like a dirt track i would say sort yeah. of road um so it's just standing up on fairly sort of 
unspoiled sand you know it's got yeah. some tracks on it and in the next train the donkey's lying sort of almost in the middle of the road with just sort of streaks of sand where it's obviously been thrown across the road as it landed yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah google uh stop killing animals <laughs> And if you do have to kill animals, stop lying about it yeah. so badly. Why would you lie about it? Why wouldn't you just throw your hands up and go, look, like we, we the driver we hired to drive the special car wasn't wasn't really qualified to operate it on that day. We apologize. We will be stream like we will be picking better drivers in the future. Like they don't actually have to do anything. Like they could just say that. Like no one would know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just lie. Google, why, why, why don't you just, why don't you just make better lies? Yeah, yeah. That's see that. So, if anything, this is more proof that Google has placed itself to be even, an evil super corporation, but it's just not very good at it. Not very good at it. <laughs> yeah, we hope you stay not very good at it, Google. Continue yeah. to underachieve at yeah. being a evil super corporation. Because you know, if you, I mean, the the point when they do actually manage to do it, like they will take over the world, and it'll be quite te- terrifying. You know, yeah, yeah, because yeah. they do control everything. Let's Every face single it. thing. Everything, pretty Every much. Every single thing. All the uh, things. <laughs> all of the things. All of the things we've discussed today were put into action by Google. Yeah, yeah. In some way. Google <laughs> was involved along the way at some point. Almost certainly in some way they were involved in every story this week. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, thank you for staying with us. Um, we'll be back next week. Yes, we um, will. As I said earlier on, like us on Facebook. That's facebook.com forward slash errand of mercy. Uh, please, please, please tell a friend. Yes. Uh, it's the best way to spread the show if you're enjoying it. Yep. Um, and uh, goodbye for now. Yes, goodbye from goodbye from me and him. <laughs> That's that, that, this, is that how the two Ronnies did it? I don't know. Is it the two Ronnies? Yeah, the two Ronnies yeah. ended it's that goodbye way. goodbye from me and it's goodbye it's from him. him. But, yeah, well, you've got to do one and then I... Oh, uh, yeah. uh, we fucked this right up. We'll do it right next week. Next week. See you later. See ya. Bye. Bye, Skay. Keep it, keep it that way. <laughs> Bye. See ya. Bye. It's long. Bye. Bye. <laughs>